Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome back. Chucky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. 910 The Fan in Richmond. And you can take us on the go wherever you may be with the Odyssey app. You can also watch us on the Monumental Sports Network presented by Crop Metcalf, official heating and cooling company. The Junkies looking to be their next five-star HVAC technician or plumber. Visit CropMetcalf.com to join their team. Got a packed final hour. Dylan Strom, Cap's leading scorer, will join us coming up at 945. He scored two goals last night. Unfortunately, Capitals lost. Yep. But we're going to talk some NFL playoffs, get into the AFC Championship with Evan Washburn, reporter for the NFL on CBS. You can catch the Chiefs versus Ravens on CBS this Sunday at 3 p.m. Hey, Evan. What's up, fellas? Good to be with you. What's hey, up? Thanks, man. So you know that Ravens team very, very well and Lamar well. Um, did you see this season coming from Lamar? Some people thought pressure. He signs the huge contract and the guys just crushed it. Yeah, I'm not so much surprised by Lamar because I just know how incredibly motivated he is to finally push through. And I mean, he did it to some degree last week and now push through and get to a Super Bowl. I mean, he's been talking about it since draft night. I would say I'm a little surprised just overall. I mean, I do their preseason games. We may have talked during the preseason. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you really have no clue just because there's so many guys and they're kind of figuring things out on the fly. And then they have a couple odd losses. Our crew had them in. Pittsburgh when they lost late that game and then the Colts game was kind of puzzling so you thought hey this is a good team but maybe they you know haven't really figured it out but what impressed me is they've improved as the year's gone on and that sounds basic but a lot of teams don't do it. Hey what can you tell us about McDonald the defensive coordinator he's a candidate for the head coaching job here in DC with the commanders what are what's his personality like we know the defense is great but what is he like? I think you guys would love him. He, he's got a great personality. I've probably talked to him, I don't know, a handful of times in meetings and then just in passing. And super authentic, down to earth, doesn't like the spotlight, doesn't like the attention, but in the room talking to players, he really commands it. He's able to kind of identify with them. He talks their language, and I think that's so key, especially with the way the league is now with so many young players. He's a young guy. He has that. And he's – got a pedigree. I mean, he's been with this organization back to when he was an intern, goes back to Georgia. That's where he kind of got started. And then obviously spent his years in Michigan. So from a schematic standpoint, he's got it all. And then, well, not too much forward because he's a coordinator in those rooms. From what I hear, his leadership is through the roof. So that's what you want. If you're an organization looking for your next head coach, I'm just, I fall more towards the I want a leader. I want a CEO. I don't necessarily need your scheme. We'll figure that stuff out. But I, I think Mike has those things at the ripe age of 36. And one of our producers is a huge Ravens guy. He's a huge Baltimore guy. And uh, now listen, <clears throat> he's got this weird arrogance right now where he's like, 
We're winning the Super Bowl. And most fans are way too superstitious for that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I yeah. think I would say most savvy fans, like, you, you can't count your chickens, right? But he's, and he starts spewing off these DVOA stats and everything. And he was telling us the other day, the, he, he basically thinks, even though they lost four or five games in regular season, it's the best. He's making the argument, especially if they finish this off, this is the best football team in history. <laughs> like, he really wow. thinks that. Subtle, subtle. Um, <laughs> look, I would agree to some degree the metrics are through the roof, especially the one that always I stand on. What have you done against the best teams in the league? And that point differentials through the roof. And I was on the sidelines for the Miami game, and that was mm-hmm. somewhat shocking. The San Francisco one we all saw on Christmas was unbelievable. But don't forget, Freddy Krueger's coming to Baltimore Sunday. Jason Voorhees. I mean, this is Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. And look, they aren't at least on paper, what they've been in previous years. But they, to me, are the modern-day Patriots, or at least on that way. And until you slay that giant, it's, it's still a tall order. And that, that's, I think, got to be on the minds of fans of this Ravens team. I know it's on the mind of those players because they've been as locked in, as Lamar likes to say, as any team I've seen this year. And it, well, feel, it feels it, like the offense is built to counteract the Chiefs because they, you know, they averaged 370 yards per game in the regular season, scored 28 and a half points. Like it's not just a defensive-led effort; it's Todd Munkin and the import of mm-hmm. him from Georgia helping out the offense. So it's not just the defense, you know, trying to hold people to 17 to 20 points per game. The offense is, you know, amongst the best in the game. No doubt, and and they're multiple; they're balanced, and that's just what we haven't seen from this team in previous years. And I think that was the goal when they brought in Tom Munkin, when they signed Odell, when they drafted Zay Flowers. It was all in an organizational-wide effort to elevate the passing game and Lamar Jackson and the offense as a whole. And I think at this point, you can check all three of those boxes. Talking to Evan Washburn covers the NFL for CBS. Of course, you can catch the Chiefs versus Ravens on CBS this Sunday at 3 p.m. You know, you may say that the Chiefs aren't as good on paper, but with Mahomes, Kelsey, and now Pacheco's a running threat. You know, he's running hard for them. What are your impressions of that running game that they have in KC? He's violent, and I know that's a term that gets thrown around for him, but it's just so accurate. And I think the... The game within the game, and for true football fans, I can't wait to watch Roquan Smith and Isaiah Pacheco meet up in the hole over the course of four quarters. I mean, that, that is going to be appointment viewing. Throw Patrick Queen into that mix, Kyle Hamilton, because Pacheco's going to bring it. And I, I haven't seen a player probably since AP, Adrian Peterson. Now he's not on that level as a whole, just saying that. But just that, that intensity in which his legs keep churning after contact and almost inviting contact. I don't know how long it's sustainable in terms of a career path, but, man, right now it's fun to watch. Evan, um, I think Buffalo did a poor job in pass coverage, especially against Kelsey and a couple of those. I mean, that's that first touchdown, he was wide open. Um, so I don't know what they were doing there. Uh, it just seems like you. anytime Kelsey's running a route, you've got a m- minimum – you got to know exactly where he's going and maybe double him because you know that's where Mahomes wants to go. So, that being said, what is Baltimore going to do defensively uh, in the secondary to combat that? And who's going to be um, who's in charge of you know kind of knowing where Kelsey's going to be, especially in the secondary? 
Well, if it's Pacheco and Roquan for maybe show number one, Kyle Hamilton, the all-pro, the second-year guy out of Notre Dame, and Kelsey is going to be right there as another unbelievable matchup. And Hamilton has moved all over the field. He's just become the ultimate chess piece. But for the majority of time this season, he's become the Ravens' best uh, best option at the slot position. And that's often where Kelsey will line up right off the line of scrimmage. So I would expect to see a lot of Kyle Hamilton versus Travis Kelsey, which is is an awesome matchup. But, look, they're going to throw a lot of things his way. And, and circling back to Mike McDonald, that's what's made him such a successful defensive coordinator, just how multiple – this is a really challenging scheme to learn. You talk to players going back to training camp, it's – man, their head's spinning, but now it's kind of clicked. They all know what they need to do. And I think, look, priority number one is going to be affecting Mahomes and then dealing with Pacheco and Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Talking to Evan Washburn, sideline reporter on CBS for the AFC primarily, but I wanted to kind of get your opinion here in Washington. Everybody wants to figure out who the next head coach is, and it's all these coordinators. And you talked about Mike McDonald being great, and I don't know if, Along the way, have you had a chance to ever meet Ben Johnson or Aaron Glenn? Because I know you're primarily doing AFC games. Yeah, I have not. Uh, obviously, we, I think we did a preseason game at the Lions maybe last year, but it, it was one of those things where you're kind of just talking to Dan Campbell. Uh, but I trust what I hear from other people about both guys, and, and Dan Campbell specifically, to, I mean, Aaron Glenn's kind of a known commodity because he played in the league and, mm-hmm. and he's been in the league for a while as a coach. Ben Johnson is kind of one of these wonder kids who's kind of shot through the system, but he's been around a while. He goes back to Miami with Dan Campbell and the stories Campbell talks about Ben Johnson walking in to his office to diagram things. So look, the scheme's obvious. I did go to Detroit last week and talk to Taylor Decker ahead of their, uh, their divisional round game. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he spoke to Ben Johnson's ability similar to Mike McDonald to connect with players and and have that system that while important and all the scheme and stuff but kind of attach himself to them as humans and and I again I think that's what's important so I think that a guy like Mike Vrabel like these kind of a known commodity who's just the ultimate alpha leader and still a young guy so can do all the things that um, some of these other young coaches can do it would be my first choice for any team but I understand why an organization like Washington would be attracted to somebody like Ben Johnson or Mike McDonald. What are your thoughts on Harbaugh going to L.A.? I mean, it's felt like it's been destined now for a while. Right, I mean, there's right. been so many rumblings about his interest in getting back in the league and then obviously attaching himself to a quarterback like Justin Herbert just makes too much sense. And Look, I, I have to imagine, I was watching a clip again this morning that kind of came across my feed of John Harbaugh talking about winning that Super Bowl over Jim. And I don't know how many times you guys have interacted with either. Um, I've, I've spent a lot more time with John. But their competitive uh, nature is almost at another level, and that's weird in a sport that's just built with that. But mm-hmm. I have to imagine once Jim kind of took care of business at Michigan – now, it, you know, on, on his wall is, all right, Super Bowl. I got to get one because my, uh, my brother's got one. Hmm. What makes John special as a coach? You know, we're, we're talking about kind of these coaches and now the trend towards young offensive minds. He actually, I think, coached both sides of the ball before going to special teams. Um, 
What do you think makes him such a successful head coach? Because he's sustained this now for almost two decades. Yeah, I, it's a great question, and I've spent a lot of time thinking about it. Because when you're close to something, you want to understand why, and you don't fall victim to just, oh, yeah, he's a good coach. Look, I think he has the CEO stuff down. He is a, a ultimate motivator and leader. I mean, he spends so much, I mean, when we've had meetings, time thinking about ways to engage his players and set the tone and the culture, all those buzzwords. But the thing I've really come around to leading up to this game and maybe a possible Super Bowl run is his ability to identify coaching talent and to build out staffs. Mm. He has a big staff. They, if you go on the roster there and look at the amount of coaches he has in comparison to some other teams in the league, it's a long list. And he's built out an internship program back in 2014. That led to Mike McDonald coming to Baltimore wow. and doing what he's done. So I think that's something he doesn't get enough credit for because there's been a lot of turnover. When you're good, your coordinators, your position coaches get get poked and, and get, get taken away. And his ability to constantly – restaff this team and and build position coaches that really teach the game. I and mean, we joked about the the, the uh, preseason record where they hadn't lost a game and whatever it had been, you know, a number of years. Well, that's an unnecessary stat. What it spoke to to me was he's got position coaches that are coaching the bottom of the roster so that when they go in these games, those guys are playing and they're performing. And then you look across the league, guys, it's littered with former Ravens and former guys that were cut that couldn't make the team. And that, look, starts with Eric Tocosta and Ozzy, but it's John building out the coaching staff that's teaching these guys the game. Yeah, and Anthony Weaver's a great example of that. He's getting head coaching sniffs already at the age of 43. Like, he's a guy that's that's not a household name, but he's well-respected, obviously, within NFL coaching circles. And he's constantly challenging himself and the organization to to sort of improve. I mean, Look, they've been good for a while, and Greg Roman was incredibly effective in building out a scheme that highlighted Lamar's talents, but John made the challenging decisions, it would appear, also with Don Wink-Martindale, to a defensive coordinator had a top defense. I mean, he's always challenging, I imagine, himself, but also the team and the organization to, hey, how can we get that little bit better? And I think that's what has allowed this thing to sustain for so long, on top of finding Lamar Jackson, um, of course and then and have them in this position hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 
Hey, kind of going backwards, because I'm sure you've interviewed Josh Allen many times. Um, what do you make of this narrative that the Bills can't get over the hump and that he can't get over the hump? I, I don't buy it at all. I think it's, it's uh, you know, bull, whatever you want to call it. I I'm love Josh you. Allen as a dude. I think he's right there with Mahomes and Lamar in, in that group of three, four, however you want to stack it. It's fine by me. I think if you look at the Bills situation this year, and you mentioned it not being able to guard Kelsey, you have to understand that it's, there's excuses and there's explanations. And there's an explanation as to why the Bills found themselves in a the position to some degree outside of just shanking a field goal. That's as beat up a defense as there is in the NFL right now. They lost Matt Milano, Tredavious White, Bernard the week prior. While we always say next man up, or at least the teams do, and there's some reality and truth to that, at some point there's diminished returns. So I don't put that on Josh Allen. And I know plenty of people have made the point that he's done all he needs to do in a lot of these games, whether it's the 13-second game, to get Buffalo over the hump. So none of that, while it inevitably falls on the quarterback, is deserving in my opinion. Hey, can you give us an idea of just what the travel was like and just the experience in those horrible weather games, um, the Kansas <laughs> City Miami game, and then of course in the Buffalo game? Yeah, it, it, it's rough. I, I go back to I had Buffalo New England. I think it was two years ago in the wild card round. It's up there in whatever ranking of coldest games. And I always say once you hit that kind of like feels like negative something, it's <laughs> all the same. And the, the biggest challenge specific to, to my role is keeping your mouth from from numbing up because if uh, as a sideline reporter you'll go 10 15 possibly 20 minutes without getting on the air so not having that sort of projection broadcast voice however you want to describe it so you can sound like you've had a few on the sidelines and all mm. of a sudden well shank shine for right. i mean like because your your jaw's numb so I, right i'm chewing gum i've got my whole face covered in those scenarios and the reality is your brain gets a little fatigued. But I also say it's fun to be a part of games that are in the elements. Snow's super cool. Rain's annoying, but, you know, it does add something. So there is something to kind of the buildup. The ones that really affect you, I had it week one, are where you have no sense that it's going to be a bad weather day. So you're kind of like, hey, yeah, nice fall day. And then all of a sudden it's raining and 50 for four quarters, and then you're kind of miserable. Hmm. Well, Cakes would tell you, if you're chewing something on the sideline, keep away from uh, Zins. Yeah, don't do the Zins. I tried one on the air, and it did not uh, did not end well. well. Yeah, please stay away. I haven't dipped my toe in that. It just seems too uh, it's too good. And I, uh, while I've kept myself in check for the most part, um, it feels like once you start down that road, uh, there, there may be no going back. Stay away. Yeah, stay well, far away. Well, there will be going back from Cakes because <laughs> yep. it was miserable. That's mm-hmm. one and done. One yep. and done. Yep. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Evan. Appreciate it, buddy. You got it, guys. Have a good one. Yep. All right. You guys. too. Evan Washburn, reporter for the NFL on CBS. Mm-hmm, he's great. Got Chiefs, Ravens, CBS this Sunday at 3 o'clock. That's going to have at least 50 million viewers. Yeah, like the must, ratings must watch. have only Lurch. gone up for the NFL. It's absurd. Yeah, what do watch. you think about Valdez kind of proclaiming? He's basically trying to make the argument they're the best team of all time, especially if they close this I'm out. I'm just saying, if you look at the weighted DVOA, which is a, a statistics-based that this team is better than the 85 Bears, it's better than the 91 Washington Redskins, it's better than the 2007, was it 17-0 and Patriots. Mm-hmm. The statistics back up the argument if you look at weighted DVOA.
I can't. I'm not. I don't get into the stats. Yeah, you got to. You got to. I'm win not a, arguing with you. You got to win a ring to be considered one of the greatest. Yeah, I thought that that 2017 was guaranteed to win. No, that and when they do, ball. you'll be able to say they're the greatest team of well, all time. Yeah, you're very confident that they're going to win. Problem. But, but if, but if they school. do win, I will be. The losses in the regular season. Right? I will yeah, agree with that. They're certainly. I don't know if the, the greatest team. If you want to throw out the metrics, but the, the 13 and be four. Up there. Like I would. In my just like when you said, what's the best team ever saw would be the '85 Bears. They lost one game. Yeah, well, I, mean, I know Charlie rooted for. Well, he's biased, but I, I think the fact the '91 Redskins won a poll that the NFL did at one point. Do you remember? I think yeah. NFL.com did a poll and '91 Redskins won. Right. Um, and then you I'm did not have, saying that it is. You know, the Dolphins would say they're undefeated season. They're always. Yeah, I mean, I guess they would have to be. It's kind of before my time, but they won a Super Bowl and went undefeated. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I just don't know. Did it? Was their schedule hard that year? Like, <laughs> I mean, you know no. what I mean? Like, I don't know anything. I don't know anything. But the, the, they the impressive, <laughs> the impressive thing about the Ravens this year, and again, I'm not going to consider them the greatest team of all time. I mean, they've got to win a, a Super Bowl first. Right, right. If they do, but they were very, um, they were gr- really good against winning teams with winning records. Right. That's what. That's what. Evans so that's said. what I'm saying. Yeah. So they've had a really good regular season, but you got to win a Super Bowl. But they beat be the concerned. Niners. Would you be as confident as him? Like he thinks he's no. not worried about Kansas City at all. Would you rest? Oh, I, would Andrews be, I would definitely be worried this week, Valdez. Last week no. you were cocky. Uh, Trot him out as a decoy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Open up EV's entertainment page. Still have Dylan Strom from the Caps. That's at nine forty-five here on the Junkies. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.